Jeremiah Smith and DJ Lagway on campus in Gainesville for the first fall practice. Whew, we're going to talk about that here on Locked On Gators. You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Lockdown Gators, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day. We are available daily and free wherever you listen to the podcast. Happy Tuesday. I'm Brandon Olson. Find me on Twitter, WNS underscore Brandon. Find my written work with Whole Nine Sports, Giants, Country, NFL 33. I want you to know I've tried getting into the habit of playing, of like, like unmuting my microphone as the song is crescendoing out. But I couldn't today because while my song was going, I was doing this, and so that's why I, I that's why I didn't unmute myself before the music stopped playing. I, I just want to let you in on that. But joining me now is Brian Smith, Locked On's recruiting insider. We're talking Jeremiah Smith and DJ Lagway together in Gainesville. Joining me now for Locked On Gators is Brian Smith, Locked On's recruiting insider. And before we get into it, LinkedIn is the college recruiting sponsor across the Lockdown Podcast Network. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. Terms and conditions apply. And Brian, there's news that's kind of news, but like not super big news. But Jeremiah Smith, at the time of recording this, is on campus with DJ Lagway in Gainesville, right now just what's your latest I, I guess feel for what's going on with jeremiah smith right now because you know, he's taken visits to florida state lately is is he wavering from ohio state or is he just like screw it if, I'm, if you're gonna if you're gonna treat me why not do it i think it's a little bit of all that um he's being recruited heavily by all the in-state programs and he's very fascinated with where they're going to be because, let's be honest, all of them until last year, just, just being Florida State, were not doing well. And then Florida State finally did okay. And he wants to find a way to get get to a school where it's going to win and develop him. Not just one or the other, but like both. And I, I don't really think it's a situation where he's sold yet on any in-state school. And like Ohio State's got to be the leader in the clubhouse. But he wants development, he wants to be pushed, and he wants to win games. Uh, like he was talking about what was going on at Florida State. They took him through meetings, like this is how it works. He wants to know the details that a lot of recruits probably don't think much about. Um, Jeremiah is not your normal recruit, though. He thinks long-term, big picture. I actually did an article about him today at All Hurricanes talking about how he he does everything different, the way he works out, the way he stretches, every little detail he takes it like he's an NFL player all the time. That's just his mentality. It doesn't I could, I could be five feet in front of him and he wouldn't see me. He is that focused. He's just that guy. And it's a great thing because when he goes out and performs, he's actually ready. Unlike some of the other coaches that are yelling at the other guys, like I told you to stretch. Why are you coming over here holding your hamstring? That doesn't happen to him. It's because he takes everything he does very seriously. So He's trying to find the little nuances for Florida, Florida State, Miami, 
and then compare them to Ohio State. Flat out. It's it's what you should do. It's almost like he's an NFL free agent. If I'm going to go to this franchise, how can you help me get better? How can I dominate, et cetera? What are you going to do? And that's probably why they had Lagway stick around. He's got to know the quarterback. I mean, I'll, I'll give Florida credit. That's That seems pretty obvious to me, but you'd be amazed how many times the receiver and the quarterback at these schools don't go the same weekend. Makes no sense at all. But Florida figured it out. Good for them. Uh, <laughs> I One in a hundred, it seems like. So there's so many goofs with that kind of stuff. But Lagway, it's, correct me if I'm wrong, he was there the other time that Jeremiah was there when Lagway was on campus. So that's a good sign. You need to have that relationship because no two positions in sport are connected more than wide out and quarterback. So I'm curious to see what Jeremiah says. I'll see him in a few weeks at a game. I'm kind of curious what he thinks. I don't know Lagway. I'm curious what he thinks about him. And I know Luke Kromahawk, the kid's going to Florida State. I've met him a few times. But the relationship, if Florida has a legit chance, DJ is probably the biggest key here. Yeah, I I was going to ask you about that just potential relationship because I know every time you're here, I ask a question and it's the relationship is always what matters most. And I mean, you look at just in Gainesville alone, the official visits, Lagway and Jeremiah Smith, same weekend, Grill in the Ville, Jeremiah Smith wasn't at, but on Monday's practice, first day of fall camp, they were out there watching practice together. They were at the Elite 11 together. So how much of an advantage is that from Florida's just side of things to have DJ Lagway kind of pretty consistently in contact and, and in person with Jeremiah Smith? I think it's huge. There's nothing like a face-to-face conversation. I mean, he can FaceTime with him any day of the week, and that's fine. But it's not the same as sitting down and breaking bread with somebody and having a conversation about life, academics, how you grew up, the people that are influential for you. Those are normally done in person, and they have more meaning to them. There's more feel. Jeremiah is very much on the relationship front like any other recruit, but he also wants to know which people he's directly going to be working with to help him get to the NFL. He's not going to make that decision by himself. It's going to be all the people around trying to show for every school, Penn state, Ohio state, whatever are going to be trying to show him, Hey, this guy can help you. This is why Well, Florida again is putting their best foot forward with DJ doing that. If you don't, you're not getting him. I guarantee you. Jeremiah has been very blunt with me. The times I've talked to him, he does not mince words. He, his goal is NFL, period. And he should be. He's that good. So good for him. And uh, I think Ford is in the race. And now we just got to kind of see how it plays out between now and December. Yeah, it's so weird. A receiver who wants to go to the NFL likes Ohio State. Who would have ever thought that that would be a thing? They've never gotten anybody there. Um, but with with DJ Lagway and Jeremiah Smith, like we, we know they've been in contact together. They've worked together. How do you think maybe the pitch has changed from DJ Lagway's side of things to Jeremiah? Because also the first time that I remember ever seeing Lagway and Jeremiah Smith communicate publicly was before Jeremiah Smith even committed to Ohio State. It was between the time of Lagway committed to Florida, Jeremiah Smith committing to Ohio State. And at that point, Lagway was like the only big name in the Gators recruiting class. And then of course now you're 21 commits deep at the time. So now it's no longer, I think, Oh, like we could build something special. And is it now just like, 
you can be the cherry on top of an already great class? Well, that's part of it, but I think he would be more than the cherry on top. He'd be like the tank running through your front window. Um, I, that's, he's a special player, man. I, I've said it before. I'll never see another Randy Moss again. There's one of him. I've even told Jeremiah that to his face. I said, I like you, but there's one Randy. There's one Randy. And I said, besides him, though, you're probably the closest thing that I've seen. So you can, I mean, he can come in and except for maybe two or three schools and be the number one receiver by the end of his freshman year, probably 85, 90% of schools. He really could. And that's kind of deal that's just different. So I don't think that he's worried so much about being the cherry on top. He wants to know the other kids in the class are going to help that school win. Florida's class is obviously very good, so it kind of speaks for itself. So I think, again, goes back to Lagway. If the relationship is there, it's not out of the question he could flip. I've said it 100 times. I expect him to sign with Ohio State, but he keeps taking these visits, so the door is open. You don't take this many visits and the door not be open. Again, I won't talk to him again until like the 26th. There's a triple header that ESPN's doing or whatever, and down in South Florida, I'm sure I'll be at that. And his team, they're playing one of the national programs, and I'm just going to follow Jeremiah around. I mean, that's that's what I do. So, you know, just for your viewing pleasure, I might even send you some of the video. I'm a nice guy like that. So, we'll we'll see how that goes. But uh, he's he's going to take his time and make his decision. I don't think anything formal until December. For a championship team like the one I am begging the Florida Gators to put together in Gainesville. It's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time that you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors with eBay Guaranteed Fit. You can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. No transfer portal here. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know that your part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, easy to bring home a dub when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on eBay Motors dot com ebay guaranteed fit is only available to u.s customers eligible items only exclusions apply march madness is right around the corner if you want to win your office pool you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the locked on college basketball podcast every monday andy Patton and isaac shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball keep you up to date on the ncaa tournament bubble and get you ready for the upcoming week of games from the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. If Florida can, again, like, like we both expect him to be a Buckeye, like, especially if it's like, oh, he wants to go to the NFL. Then you go to the place that has the best receiver coach on the planet. I don't care what level you're at. It's that. If, if it's as simple as that. That's but again, good. yeah, building relationships and trying to actually work together. Obviously, that plays a part in it. If Florida can somehow add Jeremiah Smith to their 2024 class, where does that put just their receiver class nationally? 
I mean, it'd have to be top five conservatively, wouldn't it? I mean, how could it not? Maybe number three or something like that. I, I'm not sure which one would be better, but he makes everybody around him better. So it's kind of hard to pick a school over him, you know, like because you're picking Jeremiah, like he's going to be the guy that you have to double every play makes every other guy, including the running back better. If you don't double him, I, that's when I'd start shooting film because it's fun for me at that point, but it's, it's not very good for any defense to have to go against a guy that's 6'3", 210, has moves, has speed, has 50-50 balls. Like, he is an NFL receiver in waiting. We all know it. We all joke about it in the recruiting, you know, the recruiting analysts that go around to these games and camps and combines. We all know it. And now it's just kind of fun watching him. We, we don't even interview him that much anymore because there's really nothing to talk about until he signs. So it's interesting, but – Top three for Florida, if they get him at the receiver position, just they've already got good speed. Adding him is is pretty hard not to put him in the top three. Does it feel kind of like watching just like pros versus Joes when you watch Jeremiah Smith and, and some of these other kids? It's like, oh, like okay, he's of course he's going to destroy them. He's Jeremiah Smith. Pretty much. I mean, it's. It's almost not fun sometimes like going to see him compete because I'll see the kid lining up in front of him and I'll look over at the, one of the guys that I know. I'll be like, this isn't going to go well. <laughs> this is not going to go well. And then they just, I mean, they can all but just tell him we're going to throw it up and he's going to take it off your head. So, you know, it's, it is what it is. I mean, it's just that blatant. It's like when teams used to put a smaller guy on Michael Jordan or something in the post or out, you know, it, it didn't end well. It's called ESPN sports center lead in. So it's uh it's one of those things where somebody had to do it. I'm just glad it wasn't me. <laughs> and uh, that's why Lagway is putting so much time into this. He's got arguably the biggest arm in this class, by the way, I'd love to see Lagway and Rayola have a throw off like deep ball throws, like who could be the most accurate at 45, 50 yards or more. Those guys got such big arms. It'd be hilarious to watch that. But this is the kind of guy that can change Florida's offense because if you're going to run the ball like Napier wants and you can have a play action threat like Jeremiah or anything even close to it, and you got Wagway's arm, yeah, that's that's fun. So there's a reason he's recruited speed, but Jeremiah is all the above. If you ask a question about what he can do at receiver, the answer is yes. <laughs> so that's that's all you really need to know yeah uh on, on just on the topic of lagway because i know like like he has a huge arm he's mobile i know he's clocked at i think it was like 21 miles per hour last year on a touchdown run so he's a great athlete obviously i'm curious do you think that he's a, a good enough quarterback recruit to not just be the name that's like oh like let's build this thing but is he a good enough quarterback recruit to actually elevate the talent around him like, is he an elevator or is he just a great player? Oh, he can, um, especially with the RPO game, because if you turn the corner and you beat your guy to the spot and you're ready to tackle DJ, are you really? Do you really want to take that on in the hole? I mean, he's a big dude and he's a kid that can outrun you too. So there aren't many kids to his size playing quarterback that can move the way he does. I'm not sure what Napier is going to do with him completely because at some point you can't run him over and over because it beats you up. 
but especially in big games like an LSU or in the red zone, man, he can change your game because you got to make a commitment. Are you going to go to the box or, or what? And if there again, it could be even average receivers in the RPO game. When you got a big quarterback that can make plays with his feet, that's not fun. The linebackers and safeties are put in a really dangerous position and he'll make the other guys better. The fullback in the flat, the tight end, whatever. Those are guys you don't talk about in a pregame show, but they might end up with two touchdowns in that game because they're just wide open. That's how you make teams better, just, just with your presence. So he's a very versatile quarterback, and I think his upside is just through the roof. Yeah, um, I think everybody that listens to this knows Florida doesn't have their their official like fullback. It's their H-back stuff. I'm I'm pounding the table for Andrew Savai and I to be the fullback. I don't care. I want him to do it. 99th percentile height, 98th percentile weight. Just, just put him back there and let him do damage. Uh, I just need to get that plug out there because me I'm and for Hal- it. I'm yeah, me and Hal Lewis are all the way out here. We're just like, let's get, get Andrew Savai and I at fullback and just let him be a, a absolute bulldozer there. But um, just with, again, if jeremiah smith were to flip to the university of florida what kind of luxury would that be for recruiting in both 2025 and 2026 where you can go hey not only do we have our qb a a great qb we have the wide receiver locked up for at, at least your first year on campus or second year on campus if you're 2025 i think it's a big selling point in general just to sell the program because Napier can honestly just say, hey, look, if the best player in the country wants to come here, why wouldn't you? And that's all he's got to do. It's just mic drop. I mean, it doesn't matter what position he's recruiting, in-state, out-of-state, JUCO, transfer portal, doesn't matter. That's it. And again, Jeremiah is very rare. Not only is he talented, he's a mature kid that understands big picture. People know about him. It's going to be very important for whatever school that gets him. They're going to promote the heck out of the young man, and I would too. And that's going to be a way that teams can find an extra gear to hit in recruiting. It's not hard to sell, Jeremiah. It's actually quite easy. Yeah, I I just have this idea that if Jeremiah Smith were to flip again, uh, I just feel like what we would see from the Gators' offense is kind of what they tried to do last year. But it was like, okay, well, you didn't have dynamic receivers, your quarterback. Again, I, I love Anthony Richardson. I think it's totally justifiable to take him fourth overall in the draft. I think you could have made the case that, hey, he could go first, and you understand it because of his ceiling. But there were just certain times where he just missed the easiest throws on the planet. So in my mind, I'm like, hey, if you can get Lagway there and you can get Jeremiah Smith there with the recruiting class already in shape, like that's just what I'm thinking of. That, that's I'm like, okay, Billy Napier gets to run his offense, but it doesn't it's it's not as much of a, of a shoot yourself in the foot kind of offense at the same time. Well, Wagway is a guy that can get him the ball in a in a myriad of ways. And if you're going to play Jeremiah Smith out wide or in the slot or wherever, and he can play any of them, I think it's a situation where there's just nothing that you can't do. So don't take it any other way than this is the Pandora's box opening up, especially for a team that can run the ball. The one thing Florida doesn't have to worry about is the running game. I think that's pretty safe to say. So 
But right now, for the average Florida fan, how many of them would say we have not one but two bona fide threats at receiver that scare opposing safeties? Is, um, is there even one? I was going to say, are we talking about realistically or are we talking about what we're going to see? On Twitter? <laughs> because if you're looking at Twitter, all of them, all of them strike fear into the hearts of opposing defenses everywhere. Okay. I There's a reason I avoid Florida's Twitter fan base, but that's, that's just part of it there. Um, they eat their own. But look, I have to see it, and so do defensive coordinators. I don't know which running back will start on an ETN or whatever, but they're going to rotate two or three guys because they're so talented. But I do know this. They're going to see a lot of seven-man box because until otherwise proven, Florida can't throw the football. Prove me wrong. And that's what defensive coordinators are basically going to say. I guarantee you that's what Utah does. Utah's so well coached, they can they can do that on the back end anyhow. So I'm curious about how they're going to do that, and they, that's going to be another selling point. Hey, Jeremiah, it'd be nice if we didn't have 100 guys at the line of scrimmage. Could you come here and help us out? So maybe that's another pitch, and maybe he, he's appealed to it because he would be probably wide not sooner, and that's a big deal. Uh, not many freshmen get to do that at a major SEC program, and I know that it's, you know, it's not for everybody to want to do that, but Jeremiah is that guy. He likes the challenge. I don't think it's going to be very difficult for him to make the transition to college, SEC or otherwise. He'll take that challenge and run with it. And again, that's why everybody's recruiting him. He's just a different cat. And before I let you go, I'm curious about this, just because Jeremiah Smith, we know he's from Florida, so it's an in-state thing. It's not really building a new pipeline. But DJ Lagway is from Willis, Texas. How much does just his presence on this roster increase your chance of kind of furthering the pipeline in Texas because Florida has, I think right now, uh, seven players from the state of Texas. You've got two commits from Texas in DJ Lagway and Xavier Filsimi, but how much does that help you long-term actually filling out with more Texas talent? It's a quarterback. So I think it's a big deal. I knew about DJ when he was a sophomore, I believe it was like there was some buzz about him and he's at Willis, which is not that far from Houston, but it's not a quote-unquote prominent program. So for him to be good, him to be different, was a little harder than if he was like Clear Lake or something in the greater Houston area, like directly there. So I'm curious to see if, really, if Napier's staff not only can capitalize, but hit big, like a receiver out of Texas or something next year, because all those guys have played seven-on-seven seven with him or whatever. They all know him. You would think they'd get one of those kids, right? I mean, at least get one. I would think so. And it's Florida. We've talked about this many times. It's not real hard to sell UF. So I'm pretty confident that they'll do good. Thank you so much, Brian. This is Brian Smith, Locked On's Recruiting Insider. Catch him all throughout the Locked On College channel and every week on Locked On Gators. Thanks for making Locked On Gators your first listen of the day. We are available daily and free wherever you listen to the podcast. We'll be back tomorrow. We're talking more Florida Gators football. We're going to talk. We, we got topics this week, okay? We got topics because guess what? Fall camp is back. New receivers need to step up. There are true freshmen to look for. New defensive starters incoming. Yeah, we already talked about RJ Moten on Monday, but there's more to talk about. For Locked On Gators, I'm Brandon Olson. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter 
at WNS underscore Brandon. Find all my written work with Whole Nine Sports, Giants Country, NFL 33. And I will see you all tomorrow.